Watching at home, DCK Productions proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world. Come on. Oh, the greatest podcast in the world? Suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. I appreciate it if you both suck it. Suck it. We really should stop this fighting. Otherwise, we'll miss the fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And here we go. And welcome everybody to. Suck it! I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Prince of all. That is awesome. Derek, how the hell is everybody this evening? It is a Wednesday hump day. Thank God. Halfway through the fucking week, almost to the weekend. Another fabulous weekend ahead of us. Um... Woo. And it's been a crazy, 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 crazy week. Um, tonight, uh, <laughs> I, I got to talk about something that's that I'm finding hilarious, but I shouldn't be. So we'll get into that later on after the interview um, and performance by the uh, by the I can't even talk today. Um, the guest coming on tonight. Um, but yeah, there's something that was bothering me and I saw this and it it. uh it's sparking my interest. Let's put it that way. And I'm going to, we'll talk about that later on after the show. Um, but until then, um, I have an amazing, uh, guest on tonight with me tonight. So I have with me, uh, the keyboard and vocalist for the band revolution, Olga. Um, and, uh, just going to talk to him. We're going to have a good old time. Um, revolution is a band that consists of no, on the guitar and vocals, uh, drummer and lyrical prodigy Decay, a visionary Neil on basses and vocals, um, Kim on vocals and percussion, and rounding out is the the lineup is the former Doctor in the Red Army, and master pianist Olga um, Revolutionary. It, Revolution is revolutionary. So this is a really cool band that has a statement to tell, and we're gonna find out more about that and have some fun with them. So without further ado, please welcome. Olga from Revolution to the show. Hey, how are you? Eric, there's uh, a bit of a mix-up. I know it says Olga Schubert underneath the... Uh, okay. The I'm no, no Mansfield. Oh, you're no Mansfield. Okay. All yeah. Right. Okay, <laughs> no well, I only go off of what's on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Either way... Well, yeah, I she looks better than me, so uh, you'll have to admit. And her. you know, and Olga could be a man or a woman name, so you know. right, you know, <laughs> never. 
recording. Hey, that's all good. Yeah, um, actually, Olga is my wife, so it's all. Good. Oh, it's all okay. It's yeah. all in the family then. It's all fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, how are you this evening? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Good. How's uh life out in San Francisco? Uh it it's uh it's interesting. You know, I uh I've done I played twice now since the uh, the pandemic and uh in the last actually in the last 3 weeks. And everybody wears a mask and everybody's pretty respectful and you know, it's uh it, it was it, it was pretty cool. I really was enjoyed it. You know, and, and to play live again. Wow, that was a trip. Uh, did it feel different um, with the, you know, the the distancing and all the other stuff that's going on? Yeah, so it, it's, uh, it wasn't Revolution that I played with. It's uh, uh, an artist from San Francisco, and I play bass for that band. But uh, they don't allow singing because of the, you know, spew. And so we basically, the first, and and this, I love this band. It's like a, a really uh, sort of a DIY thing. It, do it yourself. Whatever that does. Anyway, uh, we are we specialize in doing flea markets, and uh, and there's another bar. There's a specific bar in Pacifica, which is this little seaside town. With, you know, really cool clientele. Um, so we play those two places, but we. These gigs we did, there was no vocals. We just jammed, and for me, it really, you know, I, I, I my main instrument is guitar, but I play bass. I love bass, right? I much respect the bass players, and uh, so uh, I'm usually just holding down the fort. Well, when there's no vocals, the guitar player is going, "Hey, you know, do a solo." <laughs> I will. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely i mean yeah. use that guitar as your voice absolutely yeah all right <laughs> so, so you guys yeah. um as yeah absolutely and that that's that is uh, that's weird to to be um restricted that way um that's kind of interesting um personally if it was me i would have done the whole you know um uh doors thing and do a you know a uh john a jim morrison and put my you know vocalist behind the the drummers facing away from everybody right. the, the drape behind them. So all you can see is a silhouette yeah. and just say, screw it. There you go. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, that would work. I got to bring that up to him. Actually, because it's, you have a point there. If we isolate the singer, so we can't. Speak, yeah. You know? I mean, uh, plus, Hey, you know, Jim Morrison did it in the, you know, back in the day for, to make a statement. Y'all are just doing it for safety, <laughs> which would be so yeah, really, yeah, it's totally fine. Um, so, you guys just released a new song back in May called uh, Electric. Yeah. Um, and you guys actually had the honor and privilege of working with a former member of Toto and um, Pink Floyd and Scott Page with that as well. So what was that experience like? Uh, well, it's uh, so I've known Scott a long time. Um, and in fact, I knew him when he first got the gig with uh, uh, Pink Floyd. And we were all kind of happy, jealous. <laughs> I mean, we're happy. <laughs> we're also like, yeah, we should have been. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was great. Scott's a phenomenal player. And, and his attitude, uh, well, he's playing. You know, he's a goof in real life like everybody else. But when he's playing, he is fucking on it. I mean, he's into it. He's, yeah. he's zoned into that, that music and what's going on. And so 
with electric, we did it, uh, we were kind of doing it on the DL and, uh, we did it in a, a professional studio, but in a guy's garage in Burbank and it was hot AF. And, uh, so Scott, that was the first, what you hear on that track is the first take. Really? Right? One take. Yeah. But then he's such a perfectionist, he kept saying, well, let's do some more. And he put about, he did 30 takes for that thing. I'm, I'm going to have remixes forever if that song becomes popular. <laughs> so Damn. anyway, and he's sweating. We almost, I had to get him to stop at one point because I thought he was going to fall over. He was like sweating so much. <laughs> but yeah, it's not some, he's a, he's a great guy. Really yeah. fun he really is. I had him on the show last Wednesday, and him and I had a great conversation for about an hour and a half. Um, just a great guy. I learned so much from him. We, and we we spent about half the time talking about music, and then the other half of the time was just talking about business and growth and all this other stuff that he de he deals in. And it was yeah. just a it was a it was like going to school for me, and it was it was really really kind of cool. Oh yeah, no, Scott's a. He's a uh, sharp guy. We uh, we almost uh, we're gonna do this sort of business deal in L.A. No, that was in Las Vegas uh, like a year ago, but the other party sort of fell apart. So there you go. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. It. Uh, yeah, I like that. And and then uh, it, it was so much fun when we did that show in L.A. and he played with us uh, because he really wailed, and it was a good monitor system. And mm -hmm. loud as fuck, right? So uh, that's cool. That was really cool. I had fun doing that show with the, and with Scott's just a you know, great musician. So tell me about Revolution. Um, you kind of, you guys kind of have a, um, as, according to all the articles I read and, and you know the research I've done on you guys, you guys kind of have a um, a protest vibe about you guys. Um, just that I don't give a fuck attitude and you're, you know, you're ready to take over the world and get your message out there by any means necessary. So, um, tell me, you know, the, the whole meaning behind it and why, why the name is revolution, but not spelled the normal way. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Well, so, um, it, yeah, the vibe is, in fact, somebody asked Eileen, Asked me, hey, what are you going to Portland to protest against? <laughs> Broke back everything, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're kind of like uh, so. The way, I, I'll explain how it came about, and that kind of explains what the name is. Um, so we uh, we had just started out and had a couple uh, tracks. I I met uh, Aaron Connor. This, famous producer uh done bone thugs and harmony ed sheeran i mean this guy's like he's really and i'm just name dropping but uh aside from all the names he's really a wonderful guy and a super talent so anyway we started working together and we had a you know i it, what happened was uh we had the studio we could use for free and we happened to have the time and we both said hey let's do this and so we started writing and then all of a sudden we put a we had some good tracks like holy shit this is good so we put one on the internet and it starts taking off and we thought well we got to have a name and uh 
one night, I had four or five glasses of wine, and uh, Olga says, well, well what, what's, we got you, what's the name? And I said, you know what, for, it would take a total revolution for this band to get anywhere in music because we're so weird. And we're not, we're, we're anti, you know, and anti-fame, even though we want to be famous, right? That care, yeah. Care about. And uh, she said, okay, revolution, that fits you, good deal. And she go, comes back and says, we can't use revolution. And like an idiot, I didn't think, oh, yeah, because that was Prince's band. Never oh, thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, I would. Now I don't care. Because I met those guys, and they said they didn't care. They thought it was funny. Um, with, they did a show out here a couple of years ago. So um, anyway, she comes back, and she said, uh, we can't get the name for the website, but unless you spell it like I would spell it in Russia. So that's the spelling, how the spelling came about. And uh, we, I was like, great. And then, like I say, we're sort of anti-fame. <laughs> My friends were telling me, well, every time we type in revolution, it auto-corrects, and then we can't find you, right? You, you do it at your computer. You type in yeah. revolution, spell it our way, and it'll auto-correct. Well, so now we've got enough presence. You know, Once we got in Wikipedia, then okay, now it comes up as our name. But anyway, that's so that's kind of the vibe. We we're kind of an underdog for the underdog band. Uh, we definitely don't sound pop, uh, and uh, we we want to rock and roll. Anyway, you know, I don't know if you listened to the song, but that song I did. And we got another one uh, called Pushing. That's that's uh, we're ready to release that one. I'm kind of having an existential crisis because I'm down to the last nitpicky detail of mm -hmm. how in, in mastering, you know, and uh, but uh, but Olga just you know, come on, hurry up, just decide. <laughs> nobody, hey, nobody can hear it but me now. But that that's the point, you know. It's pretty damn close. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <coughs> so. You mentioned that you don't want to, I mean, the whole idea is you don't want it. You don't want the fame, but you do. Okay. And a similar, you know, type of, not a similar sounding band, but a similar message of a band um, in Raging Against the Machine had that same, you know, mentality. And then once they did get famous, then it, it started putting a huge, you know, burden on the band and, and yeah. then that's what broke them up because, you know, they were that anti-establishment band that didn't want to be a part of the establishment. And next thing I know, they were. And boom, they were off the scene. Um, do you fear that's happening to your band if something like that happens? If you guys do blow up? <laughs> well, uh, it's like uh, that's a, the percentage wise in my mind. <laughs> Oh, so I don't like to spend a lot of time thinking about it. Uh, but let's say all of a sudden we became, uh, I don't know. So I've been around a lot of people that were famous, you know, mm -hmm. you know, real famous. And um, I don't know that. So here's, here's the thing about, uh, and, and this was a calculated decision, both with David and I and bundles. Um, that uh, I would sing all the songs for okay. Revolution. 
right? So then as long as I'm alive and I'm going to do it, we've had 24 different musicians working with this band. Oh, wow. Yeah, and and we're like a disease, like right to get us, right? You can't get rid of it. <laughs> and all these, all these, we, nobody leaves on bad terms, right? We're friends with every, well, maybe one guy, <laughs> but everybody, uh, we, if they, sh you know, if we're playing in town and they can make it, they come and play. And there's a sort of the core band now of David and Bundles and I, and uh, and 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 as of late, I want to give props out to our two new members uh, of the live show. Uh, Kim Ashton from Sacramento. She's this this fantastic singer. She's the girl you see singing in the electric video. Yes, and and we we kind of joke about how uh, we're cynical musicians, professional musicians, and she's like this spark of I don't know if it, she's not naive by any means. She's a strong woman, but she's so positive. <laughs> it's almost annoying to us. We love her. <laughs> I mean, it's you know what I mean. It's uh, I'm really we're glad to have her. She adds sort of a bit of excitement to it, uh, and we don't look at it in such a cynical attitude. At least when we're around her. She's, and and then the other new member, uh, relatively new, that she's been he's been with us for a year now, is uh, Neil Nyberg, who uh, is. A phenomenal musician, a super nice guy, and a conspiracy expert. You want to talk about any conspiracy you can talk about? Neil knows about it. And he'll, oh yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> but Neil's love, a wonderful. I love Neil. He's I, I love conspiracies. That's like my. Those are my. That's my jam right there. <laughs> well, um. So, what do you think about the colonies on Mars of humans that broke away and decided to just live there? I'm sorry. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, there, there's, there's supposedly humans on Mars already, and they, it's a breakaway society, and they, and they are in contact with the, the aliens. Which now I'm really starting to think the aliens are controlling shit. The way, the way, are. The way things are going, that only, that's the only way. Yeah. They, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, right. They just want to like make it crazy. So we all go nuts and they can turn us into dog food or something. Or whatever <laughs> maybe, maybe the Scientologists were, were real or were right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the Scientologists were right. We, we should have known better. Oh, wouldn't that be a bitch? <laughs> that would be. <laughs> it's like, you know, we were watching, you know, Tom Cruise, what, 15 years ago, yelling at Matt Lauer on TV. And now all of a sudden it's like, shit. Should have yeah. listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. So, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, if you guys were out on tour right now, what would be your main focus as far yeah. as, as far as the political aspect of things? Oh, well, you know, Pretty much everybody know that knows me knows I'm not. I, I'm sort of a peaceful anarchist. But it, what's going on right now? I mean, with this nut job pretending to run things, and and the fact that you know, like thirty percent of the country believes them. Um, that's. 
and I get in trouble. I I get yelled at a lot on the internet for saying stuff, and I try not to react. Right? You don't want to reacting to some stuff you saw on the internet is silly. Um, but it does get me. Uh, and you know, my first reaction, I think, probably in all, for a lot of people, is "fuck this." I'm turning that thing off. I, you know, uh, you want to just back off and forget about it. On the other hand, it's it, it, conflict makes you stronger, right? If you use it right, uh, it, it, you know. And I don't mean with guns shooting people. Yeah, I'm saying if you argue with someone or if you disagree with someone, and you get past it and can sort of come to an agreement, you know, maybe you don't want to hang out with the guy anymore, but at least you don't have this this guy's an idiot type of thing. And so, I don't know. You know, if if I was out, I, I think probably uh, I'd try to keep my mouth shut and just sing and play. <laughs> you know, I'm a guitar player. What do yeah. I know? But, you know, I'll, like I told you before, I, I'm that guy that loves to ask those questions to, you know, really yeah. spark that question, spark that debate because, you know, that's what I'd do. Um, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to have backwards messaging going on. Right, and tell people it's all true. The aliens are here. <laughs> <laughs> we got Tom Cruise out back. He's gonna tell you all about it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it, you know, we get just president's an alien. Uh, you know, so, nothing at this point would shock me. But you okay. know, I mean, the thing is, the, the the thing that's been pissing me off the most. You know, yes. You know, he's done some shitty things as far as taxes go and some of his, uh, you know, things he's doing across, the, you know, overseas with other countries that his businesses do business with. You know, I'll let that slide. That's just smart business. OK, what's pissing me off is the lies that he's been telling. The fact that every time he gets called out on his bullshit, it's immediately a lie. It's fake news. And then the fact that he's coming out and telling our telling me and my children and my wife that they're he's going to defund schools if they're not back in school by the fall. Well, the thing that sucks about it is, and I've ranted about this 10 times, but I'll talk to you about it again. You know, the fact that the only thing that the federal government gives uh, public school money to is for title one or the, the, the poorly funded schools, the, the poor schools and, and um, special education. So unfortunately, the, you know, the the kids with Down syndrome, the poor kids don't get money anymore because, oh, we're, we just made an educational decision to save, save our kids from getting, you know, the, the stupid virus. But no, now these kids that need the money the most aren't going to get it. So, yeah, that's a good I fucking deal. Let me tell you. So, I mean, it, it, the, where's the line with this guy? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That was that is the honest God truth. He has straight up said that. Um, he uh, he has said that he will you know make the education departments defund public schools, and the only thing that the federal government gives money to is special education and low income. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and then the I don't agree with that. I mean, even even people on his side are probably gonna. I, I don't know. You could, he'd have to do an executive order or something, wouldn't he? I, mean, I don't even know how he would go about it. But, I mean, yeah. it, it sucks because here's where 
that that, is, that that whole group thinks that way is despicable. It's it not is. America. It's exactly. un-American. Right? It is. I mean, he he put nothing but you know. I've always you know, um, lived by the motto. It you know, I might be the smartest person in the room, but I know there's smarter people outside the room. So if I can get yeah. them inside the room with me, we can have a you know a we have a bigger, better chance of winning. But his yeah. idea is, well, I'm always the smartest person in the room, so he can't hire anybody smarter than him. So he just hires all these dumbasses to make him look even smarter. You know, like that idiot Betsy DeVos, who was never even a fucking teacher, never even a principal or a guidance counselor, let alone anything else in the school, is our fucking sec secretary of education. What the fuck is that about? You know, uh, get me all riled up. See, no, I want no. to join I, you on tour and just say fuck Trump. <laughs> I, I would love to just that would be our whole, you know, logo theme. Fuck Trump. Yeah, right. <laughs> But yeah, she's really that. I I almost can't even think about her because I, I've since she was nominated and I realized who she was. I was just so disgusted, like beyond, like what what the fuck? Yeah. But um, what are you gonna do? You know. Uh, hopefully, and I think it's really true that there's enough people. I have every one of my Republican friends, and I have quite a few, and they're, they're good people, right? They're just <coughs> as do I, yeah. But I love them anyway. Anyway, every one of them will tell you, "Oh, yeah, Trump's disgusting, but he's our guy." Well, now they're all going, "Oh, uh, radio silence, right?" Yeah, he's he's clearly suffering some kind, some kind of weird mental, you know. I th I. I know if the FBI is watching, fuck off, FBI. But he's on drugs. That guy is on, is whacked on Adderall. I've known people that were just like that. And when you get right down to it, that's the cause of it. Yeah, you, know? you, you might be right. You might not be. Who knows? Um, and personally, I, I don't really give a shit because I'm only 30 minutes away from D.C. So if the you know Secret Service shows up at my door, I'll just say, fuck you. Want to join the show? <laughs> Come on. We'll talk about it together. I know oh. how you really feel. <laughs> Hands up. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> Did you see that uh, the moms in Portland? Yes. Oh, that was so emotional to me to see all those women singing and, and that cute little lullaby to these dumb shits who they probably changed their diapers. You know, these guys are trying to act tough with their batons and their gas. Against mom, <laughs> come on, fuck me. That showed that. I mean, that showed a new low in this Trump thing. Is they're gonna attack? They're gonna gas mom? Give me a fucking break. Well, I mean, he gassed him in D.C. not too long ago, just um, in front of a church, just to make sure they got a photo op. Isn't that sick? Isn't it's sick? So <clears throat> the good news is he's old. He's gonna die soon. Well, it, it, you know, it's gotten to a point where people are fed up, especially people like me who are very strongly opinionated um, yeah. <laughs> to where I would I at this point would rather go back 12 years. No longer uh, 13, 14 years ago and have George W. back in the White House. At least the guy had some decorum. He had, yeah. some, you know, it was maybe. Yeah. I didn't agree with him either, but yeah, compared to Trump, fuck. Yeah, and that's, yeah. I mean, 
It's that's well, that's a sad, sad realization, though. I thought about that earlier today. I'm like, I would rather have GW, and that because at least when he would, you know, at least when he was up on the podium and he would, you know, misspeak words or say something that wasn't didn't make any sense, it would make me laugh. You know, Trump just gets up there and lies, you know, gets up there and lies and it pisses me off. And it's like, ah, I want to laugh at you and make fun of you, but you're saying the things that piss me off. I didn't like George Bush until after he wasn't president, he shut up. And I went, whoa, that's pretty cool. He's not getting into this BS, right? Yeah. And uh, that I respected that. And then since then, he's, who knows? who knows? It's such a goofy job. Who the hell would, you know, my problem with that whole thing is that anybody that would really want that job is a fucking psycho. All right. Name me one president that didn't have mental problems. Maybe, maybe Obama. I mean, yeah, maybe Obama. Yeah, I like the way Obama handled himself, but I didn't like the fact that he increased all those drone strikes on people. And, yeah, I mean, and, they all had their yeah, they all have their things. I yeah, mean, I, I was a big uh, Clinton fan too, um, but yeah, you know, right? he couldn't keep his dick in his pants. But you know, that doesn't make him a bad president. Yeah. Yeah, he was just a bit of a pervert, but he was a good pervert. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with a little, you know, yeah. little under the yeah. desk, you know, <laughs> under the desk blowjob every once in a while from your willing secretary. Hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so with all that stuff going on in the world, you know, especially here in America, um, are you still proud to be an American? I'm proud to be from Earth. I mean, I think that's super cool. As far as, uh, I mean, I, I don't really know how to compare it to say proud other than I know some great fucking people here. In fact, everybody, 99% of the people I think are awesome are from America. And you, I mean, there's people like you. There's great, I all these people I know are just really wonderful people so uh, do i'm i'm ashamed of america's general policy and the way that we look to uh, you know, my friends overseas are like scratching like what the fuck are you guys doing over there yeah. but I, I don't look at it you know so i'll tell you what the all the shit that the lying the cheating the you know uh Everything that Trump does, you can probably point back and say, yeah, somebody else did that, right? The Absolutely. one thing that he should be, you know, held accountable for or just overruled instantly is climate change. The fucking world's going to be gone if we don't do something real soon. That's science, and that's a fucking fact. And this dumb shit is throwing a wrench in the whole process. Yeah. And that he should be thrown in jail for yeah, I mean, that was one of the, that was one of the first executive orders he signed was to abolish some of the EPA bills that Obama put into place. And he was like, "Well, the coal miners need work. No, the coal miners can go find another, you know, energy source. Let's find something else for them to do." They're they're hurt. that pissed me off. You know, thirty seven thousand coal miners. There's five hundred thousand solar installers. Yeah. Well, give me a break. Uh, and, and those guys don't. It, it, no, yeah, there's, the, you know, as a guy, you'd, uh, that's cool, go down in a cave and shit. And 
drive machines. But as a way of life, none of those guys really like that. I know they don't. I, I was there. I played there for those guys. I played with the country people. They don't fucking like working in a mine and getting black lung disease. Yeah. Other than the, the construction guys, like, and which I relate to. I like building things. Yeah, it's cool. Digging a hole and like to do that all your life. It's awful. You know? So, yeah, that's the one thing I think is uh, he, he's criminally negligent on a world scale for his flip attitude about the science of climate, the climate science. You know, I, I, I worked, I knew about this 20 years ago because I was in the, it, up in the Arctic at the North Pole and I had this project I was doing for NASA. And 20 years ago, all the Inuits, the people that we worked with, told us, oh my God, we've never seen anything like this. It was so hot. It was, I, we had 70 degrees there one day when I was there. Wow. At the fucking North Pole. Now, they've, they've, in Siberia, they have 100 degrees. And what what happens is the there's all this material. Um, you know, the Earth doesn't do a fuck. It's just going to go and change and do this and that. But for, it's just not good for humans or mammals. Uh, but what's going to happen is... Um, and it's already happening as you get all this methane that's trapped either in uh, the tundra, which is where you see explosions happening now, where this stuff, it, it, it defrosts and becomes gas and then gets ignited. It's a kablooey, right? There's that. The, the big daddy of it that'll, knock, that'll wipe out us just like the comet wiped out the dinosaurs is off the coast of America, the east coast of America, there's methane carbonate. Tons and tons of it. It's one of the things a lot of climate guys can't figure out how it got there, but it's there. And once that stuff starts melting and going into the atmosphere, we're screwed. Big time. You know, so, and all this stuff is out there. And it's not just internet shit. This is your PhDs you know, study this stuff yeah. analytically, you know, and that's the one thing. I I guess if you said what would I do when I was touring, I'd say I'd give all our money to funding climate change awareness and oh, wow. do it for them, you know. That's awesome. Um, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the climate change thing. And I um, I can't remember where I saw this, but it was a commercial for some either a burger place or it was a beef company or something to, along those lines. And they were talking about the uh, the amount of emissions that, you know, um, of methane that cows fart on an, on an annual basis. So now they're changing up their cows diet to give them less gas. Therefore, they're yeah. they're they're emiss- so it's like that's how detailed people are getting about this. You know, how can we make you know you know cows fart less? You know, that's how. You know, but yet he's out there saying, "Oh, let the coal mining continue." But you know, these farmers are saying we got to stop them from farting. You know, that's 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 a big deal. Those little things make a big difference if you start doing them across the board. You know, and and that's and that's like a. It was, uh, I know farmers who have changed the diets of their cows because of that. Be, another reason is because it's cheaper. Yeah. yeah I think they have to add, I think 5% seaweed in there or something like that. I mean, it's a small amount and it changes the whole way they're, 
they fart or create gas. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, but, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big guy to have to go to Soylent Green, but I could do without meat if somebody said we'll get rid of factory farming. Well, the lifestyle that I live as far as the, my diet goes, um, I don't think I could do without meat, but I could do pescatarian. I think I could do fish only. Yeah. Yeah, because well, um, me and my wife live a keto diet, so we don't eat carbs. Yeah. It's lots of vegetables and lots of meats. Yeah. Me um, so that's how we do it. No carbs at all, um, except for my, my carbs come in the shape of beer, but, <laughs> but everything. <laughs> But I don't yeah. eat I don't eat rice or potatoes or anything else like that. I mean, I, it's the gods, right? Exactly. God, you know, you know, Benjamin Second Franklin said beer. You know, God invented beer because he loves us. So, yeah. um, but you know, so yeah, so I mean, it'd be kind of hard because you know, the the higher the fat content and the higher the protein content, the more fat you burn, and blah 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 blah. I don't want to go into the whole thing about keto and ketosis, but. Um, so I, I mean, I could do probably pescatarian and just eat fish and vegetables, but I don't think I could do without chicken or, or beef. I mean, I, and well, any, anyone else listening to me, I'm sorry. <laughs> have you tried the impossible burger? You know what? I have, and it's actually not that bad. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a couple of them that have come out that are just like really, really good. And I'm like, yeah. And they you they even go as far to use uh beet juice in them to make it look like it's bleeding, which you know it, it's it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. No, so, I I I had my first one back when we were. Uh, I, I'm kind of involved with this singer songwriter community in uh, San Francisco, and there's a lot of us that uh, we go two three nights a week to these places and sing original songs, and you know, it's really. It's a it's a really warm, cool thing. But anyway, one of the places is Hotel Utah, and they were one of the first ones to get the Impossible Burger. And uh, I had it, and I didn't realize they gave it to me. And I was like, God, this is a good burger. Yeah. I didn't order that, right? So this, this bartender I knew there wanted to fool me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yeah, um, they've also come out now with the Impossible Sausage too, and Burger King has it. And I, <laughs> and I went and tried that there, and uh, that's really good too. I mean, just the the stuff is just. Um, we have the Impossible now. There's also the Beyond Burger. There's a bunch of different ones, and they're all not bad. I mean, is it something that I would eat seven days a week? No, but if you served it up at a, you know, I'd be like, hell yeah, just dress it up for me. I'd be fine. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. If you could get to a point where that's really good, it's a you know, it uh, nutrition wise, it's equivalent to meat, and with the fat and the whole thing, uh, I think that would be a better idea than the way, you know. I always remember this when I was a kid. I read this uh, <clears throat> real short science fiction story, and these guys, well, these spacemen pulled up into orbit in Earth, and they're looking down. They're like, you know, yeah, look at these guys. And the and the one the lieutenant comes up to the captain and says, "Well, captain, how do you think we should treat these people, these these humans? Because they're obviously the ones in charge." And the captain said, "Well, we'll treat them like they treat the ones under them." <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, you know, it. I don't think it's. You know. 
we have our problems, but so yeah. do Anne. And, and the other hand, it's it's going to resent thing. We're all going to die, right? Yeah. It's just better if we don't do it all at once. But let's hope not. Um, yeah. And there's also this company out there, and I can't think of the name of it. Um, it's still relatively new. They're still a startup. <clears throat> They've figured out how to take the embryo of chicken eggs after they're hatched and take the DNA and actually biomechanically manufacture clone chicken meat. No shit. <laughs> yes, shit. I oh. am dead serious. I cannot I think of I saw this on some channel i can't remember what it was but it's legit and right now it's like astronomically expensive it's like a hundred dollars a pound for the chicken breast but it's real chicken breast 100 percent real it's just cool. it's just cloned yeah that's really cool i yeah. mean that's what i think that you know like nutrition wise you won't have to worry you will be able to do keto because that's what i do too i mean mainly uh, I break down every once in a while. I have a piece of bread. But, uh, I had pancakes this morning. Don't feel bad. <laughs> I go to Denny's, right? And I get the lumberjack special. So it's a couple of eggs. It's some ham. I, I don't get the the, uh, the hash browns, but I take a, I, they give you a pancake. And I eat yeah. half of it. Yeah, I, I went to IHOP this morning, had an omelet, and had three, I had all three pancakes, and I did not feel guilty about it. <laughs> well, it's cheat days, right? <clears throat> yeah, they gotta have my cheat days. Good. Yeah, they're good for you. They make you happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely happy now. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, so what do you guys have planned, or what do you have specifically planned going forward over the next few months? Well, like I say, we've got our new single done and probably release that within the next month. Uh, we've got enough songs now uh, for an album. Uh, we're just trying to figure out how to promote it, you know, and, and uh, because, we, you know, in the past, we would just go out and play anywhere for anybody, and play a lot. Yeah. Uh, we can't do that now. Uh, so... And it doesn't, and, and you know, it's just a change for it. You know, musicians have always had it tough. It's never of course, been easy. yeah. <laughs> Regardless of what the public thinks. Yeah, right. So uh, we're working with some people that are sort of helping. <laughs> here's how, if you want, if you need to do this thing digitally, here's how we can come about and do it. And so, uh, but yeah, we're and uh, we're writing a lot. Still, I mean, that's kind of a constant part of what we do. And plus, I, you know, I, I feel a lot of things I'm doing, but I spend an average of four hours a day in the studio. So I'm pretty much doing it, you know, I mean, my calluses are all there. Uh, my chops are up. I'm, uh, I, I'm happy with that. So I, I want to, I'm looking forward to when, uh, you know, because our band, we're kind of a inner uh, multi-city, let's say, band. Uh, David lives in L.A. I live in San Francisco. Kim lives in Sacramento. But we're all pros, and when we get together to rehearse, we talk about it. Okay, here's another guy, here's another And then we just come and play, you know, a bunch. We do this, we'll do this set, you know, four or five times in a day. We'll do that two, three days in a row, and we get pretty fucking tight. 
because we already know this stuff. You know? Yeah. We go out and play. We haven't been able to do that, and that I miss. Um, it's soon, though. And yeah. then once we can go out and play, and, you know, I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's next year. Fine. Uh, we'll be ready. And it'll, I can't wait. It'll, Are you guys going to put out a um, a video for this next song, too, or no? Uh, yeah, more than likely. Uh, so, uh, Bundles, uh, Olga Schubert is our, she does all the videos. And it's the point where we just, I give her the song. I don't even bother telling her what I think about it anymore because she's always has such better concepts than I do. So, uh, anyway, she said she's got the concept for pushing it, which is the next song. Uh, but at the same time, she just finished a book that was written in Russian. That's her, her first language about Amanita mascaria, the the, um, uh, the mushroom, and its medical benefits. And she did a study. She was able to do it with using internet and and these tools. But anyway, she had close to three thousand people participated in this, and two hundred of them did an actual. Study clinical trials on and, and this was on their own right they were already doing it and she would monitor them and it turns out it's now that it's the biggest study ever anybody's ever done about that mushroom and that stuff is amazing i mean uh when you just look at the history it, and the mushroom i'm talking about you know in christmas they when they show scenes they show this little mushroom and it's uh, red with white dots or white with red dots. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, that's Amanita muscaria, and that and it's related. It's it has a, um, you know, it's the connotation that's connected to Santa Claus, right? And that when you take that all the way back, it turns out that these guys were uh, eating enough of this stuff to get high, mostly. Her study was not to get high on this stuff, right? It's just for medical benefits. But uh, that's, and then what it's really interesting, the whole thing. So then uh, it was widespread use in Russia up until Stalin, about four or five years into Stalin, he said, Oh, we don't want these uh, peasant remedies. We want, you know, real stuff. And so he outlawed the use and made it illegal. Of this mushroom that you don't get high on it's just people were using it for medicine yeah and so it's had this stigma ever since and if you eat a couple of them you will get sick it's like they're considered one of the poisonous ones except when you look at it it's not as long as you keep the dose at the right spot anyway that's a long story to say that she's been busy getting that book ready and i'm kind of going hey who would have bought my video but you know, I'm not going to push her on it. Uh, so, yeah, there. I'm almost sure there. Positive, there'll be a video, and and she's just so good at that. She likes doing it, so it would probably be, you know, another ten videos. We have another song, Spiral Galaxies, and then another one called Hover. Um, they're both kind of space science fi related, but uh, Hover especially is like, uh, it's like John Bonham, a John Bonham drum solo with lyrics mm. it's really good. <laughs> that's awesome 
Yeah, and Spiral Galaxies is the same way. It's a really cool uh, song. So, yeah, we're, we're still working full time. Good. So now you mentioned that you um, think you have an, um, enough songs to release an album. Do you think yeah. releasing albums is still relevant today? Nah, that doesn't really matter. It's more like just, just for us. So we can say here, this is a collection, you know, uh, I don't know that I, you know, I, I <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm starting, but I was just thinking my uh, wife offered our daughter's friends our CDs because they said, Oh, we'd love to hear what you guys do. And so uh, bundles brought them the CDs and they're like, what are these? You know, that's not how we listen to music. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. You, you need one of these. <laughs> well, so, uh, and we're, you know, recently we have become a certified artist on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Now, I have no idea what the fuck that means. But uh, we're over 700,000 streams now. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah, right. I actually got a check the other day. I couldn't believe it. Uh, for for royalties. And uh so and we're uh electric on it's funny on, on YouTube, dinosaurs is over a quarter million views. On Spotify, electric is closing in on a quarter million. And I think dinosaurs on Spotify is, is over a hundred thousand or something. That's going. That's awesome. That's that's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, a lot of uh, uh, playlists, and that's what it takes. Get on those playlists, yeah. and you'll get all the freaking rotations. Yeah. All right. So, um, I see you have your acoustic with you. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna play us a song. Uh, how about part of a song? Hey, that's <laughs> fine too. So. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and so I'm used to the, the problem lately is you know I'm in a studio so I can tweak everything and make it all sound so good. Uh, how's that sound?
That's uh, the first first of dinosaurs. That's awesome. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know what? Um, no, it's been a it's been a pleasure having you on tonight. Um, I, I was I really enjoyed getting to know you. Um, you are definitely a talent. Um, and I cannot wait to see what you guys do next and um hopefully you guys will be able to pull out that new out al- um the new album and the uh, music video soon but uh I-, I truly appreciate you being on the show tonight and giving us your opinion on things and having a nice little you know hot topic debate i mean that was uh that Derek, was definitely fine you're, you're like one of those pro guys I, sometimes we get these things that are you know in somebody's garage and they can't figure out how to turn anything on it's like it's nice talking to a pro so Hey, I appreciate you calling me a pro. Uh, that that is a uh, definitely a compliment coming from you. So I appreciate that. All right, all right. Well, we will definitely. I will definitely would love to have you back. Um, you know, someday someday soon. Uh, maybe the whole band and you guys can do a nice little whole show for us. That would be awesome too. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Next Absolutely. time we get in LA for a rehearsal, we'll we'll, we'll hit you up. Uh yeah, um, just let Jimmy know, and I'll I'll make sure I I make room for you. I would love to have the whole band on. All right, thank you so much. Hey, Greg. no problem. Thank you, and uh, you have a wonderful rest of your night, and I hope the rest of the year, you know, is nothing but roses, hugs, and kisses. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, brother. You too. What a cool guy. What a cool guy. Um. You know, the music is different. Um, it's very, you know, there's a lot there's a psychedelic factor to it. Um, definitely go check it out. Um, just spelled revolution um, the way it is with the SHN at the end. Um, find them on YouTube. Lots of cool stuff. Um, and just check them out. I mean, they're they're really kind of cool. When I was first listening to them today, I was I was like, ah, I don't know about this. And then I listened to it. And I kind of really dug it, especially the message that they have to take. All right. So, quick commercial break, and I will be right back. Guys, ever wonder how I get this manly beard looking so good? It's all because of Viking Revolution. And at Viking Revolution, not only can you get some great beard bombs, but you can also get some great beard oils, as well as some awesome quick shower pads, which helps prevent you stanking up after the gym. Also, these great wet wipes, which help prevent, you know, stanky after you know, going doo-doo. And also some pomades and some other great products, all at Viking Revolution. So do yourself a favor, go to dcproductions.com forward slash sponsors, click on the banner, and get yourself some of these great products. Viking Revolution, join the revolution. And actually, all those... Um those links are in the description of this video. If you're looking to get any of those products that I just showed you um, from Viking revolution links are in the description. Um, and one more, and then we'll get back to the show. 
That's not the right one. <laughs> Guys, have you ever wondered how you can help support the channel and also look fucking cool in the process? Go to the link down below, www.dckproductions.com forward slash shop to get the awesomest merch on the market today. Whether you just want to get one of our plain logos in one of our many different colors, or if you want to get one of our cool graphic tees that just are funny as hell, the choice is yours. But definitely pick up your choice of any one of these shirts in any color, any size, any style that you choose at www.dckproductions.com forward slash shop or click the link in the bio. Thank you, guys. All right. And like I said, the link for the shop is in the description of this video as well. So on to what I was going to talk about earlier, um, what I was talking about earlier. So <clears throat> this, um, what I'm about to talk to you about, it upsets me. It bothers me, but I'm, I, so I'm not really, but I'm not really sure how to feel about it. Um, so here's where it comes into play. All right. So if you guys have paid attention to the news lately, everyone knows that good old Kanye West is supposedly running for president as well. Um, but regardless, that's not the point here. Um, I haven't liked that guy in, a, in forever. Um, I've never liked him. Um, I haven't liked him since, uh, you know, he compared himself to the Beatles um, and then did the thing to Taylor Swift and all that other crap. But again, it's all besides the point. Supposedly, supposedly, he has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and hasn't been himself lately. And then Kim comes out today. Kim Kardashian, his wife, comes out today talking about how he has bipolar disorder and it has been a tough time for him and blah, 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 blah. Okay, so here's where I have the problem. Regardless of my feelings towards Kanye, that's his personal business. You know, and she even started off the, I think it was on Instagram she did this, an Instagram story. And she starts off with, as many of you know, I, I wasn't aware of it, and I follow entertainment every day. I did not know he was bipolar. So... Did he come out and say that or no? But no, I don't believe so. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I don't believe him ever coming out and saying that he was bipolar. But now for his wife to come out and call him out and say that this is the reason why he's acting this way. While I'm all about mental health awareness and all this other stuff, as I've said a thousand and ten times in the show, that is not the way to fucking do it. I'm sorry if I, you know, had a suicide attempt or if I went batshit crazy or whatever the case might be, you know, five years from now, four years from now, whatever the case might be. And, you know, I'm on a bigger scale and, you know, whatever. And my wife comes on the show or puts out a you know thing and says, oh, sorry, you know, Derek's bipolar is acting up again. No, that's not the way to fucking do it. It's we're going through a tough time personally. You know, he he just he's uh, seeking some solitude, whatever the case might be. You don't call a man out on it. You don't call a woman out on it. 
oh, I'm sorry. Don't, you know, don't, you know, you know, I need to apologize for my wife. She's, you know, she's suffering some from some pretty hard, um, you know, postpartum depression. That's fucked up. It really fucking is. I've got no respect for the Kardashian family as it is. Um, because Chris used, you know, her husband's or ex-husband's name to make a name for herself, you know, and then just everything that happened happened. But this right here crosses the line. It really does. And Kim should be shamed for it. Um, regardless of whether or not he is or isn't going through a, a manic phase, um, that's not her place, even as his wife, to come out and say, oh, excuse him, you know, we're going through a really tough time. He's having, you know, bipolar episodes. No, that's, that is his medical stuff. If he chooses to talk about it, let him talk about it. But she shouldn't be coming out and doing that. No wife should. No husband should ever do that to their husband or wife. No spouse should do that to their husband or wife. Period. Again, I'm all about awareness. I'm all about asking for help and letting people know, hey, this is how I am. So be aware of it and let's go ahead and you know work on it and fix it together. But for somebody else to come out, regardless of who they are, for somebody else to come out and say, hey, this is why he's acting this way. That's giving him an excuse to act that way. It really is. Last Wednesday, you guys saw what bipolar was to me and what happened to me last Wednesday. I had a breakdown on the air during my interview with Scott Page. But never once did I blame it on my disorder. I said it was a battle that I am fighting. It's a war I'll never win. But it's a battle I was fighting that day. And I was going to beat that battle. So yeah, I'm, I was crying. I was upset. I was deep in a depression. But I was still on the air doing my job, acting as normal as I possibly can to satisfy you guys, to teach you guys, to talk to you guys, and all the other stuff that I love doing on a daily basis, entertaining you, you know, saying the things that I can say, doing the things that I can do to put on the best fucking show that I possibly fucking can every damn night. But what she did was uncalled for. And it's, it's shaming him. It really is. It's saying he's acting that way because of his bipolar disorder. No. Because that would basically mean that he is his disorder. And no human being is any disorder they are. If you don't have, you know, you are not a person with, excuse me, you don't have cancer. You don't have AIDS. No, you are a person living with that. You know, same thing with bipolar or whatever else. That's not who you are. It's just something you have. And for her to come out and basically blame everything on that, it's not how it is. The human being, Kanye West, has been like this fucking forever. Um, and it's just, it's, it's crap that we're having to see this. And I'm, um, a little pissed off at, at Kim for calling him out like that. Cause that was, again, 
completely uncalled for and just absolutely embarrassing. Um, even, even though I can't stand him, he deserves better. All right. Um, that's pretty much all I, oh, oh, I remember what I wanted to talk about tonight too. Um, so apparently the world is not done with Tiger King. So not only is, I'm sure everyone's heard the news that there's a movie in production um, with uh, Nicolas Cage playing, you know, um, playing him, uh, Joe Exotic. But there's also a special coming on on Animal Planet, I believe it is. And this one's about um, the, you know, the specifically about the animals after the fact and what they're where they're at now and so on and so forth. So that's an actually going to be a documentary coming out on Animal Planet talking about his animals um, and where, what's going on with them and specifically and so on and so forth. Um, so that's another one. And then there's doing another one um, with, you know, um, hold on, let me find her real quick here. So um, they're doing a, a special short, um, like a, a short series, I think it is. Um, I can't think of what it's called or what it's, um, but I know it's about Carol Baskin. And the lead actress, I'm going to go ahead and pull her up on screen for you right now because this is actually pretty funny. So the main actress um, in this flick that they are, excuse me, our TV series, it's going to be a TV show that they're doing and they're using her for is this beautiful lady known as Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon, as you might be aware, is a actress from Saturday Night Live. And she is funny as hell. So I can only assume that whatever this show that's getting ready to come on, like about Carol Baskin, is going to completely obliterate her by her by them using Kate McKinnon as the actress to play Carol Baskin. Um, if you're not really sure who she is, just, you know, Google Kate McKinnon SNL and watch her on YouTube. Funny as hell. She's a great impersonator and it's, it's going to be interesting, but you know, and they're and not even that, you know, so those three things are going on The you know, the animal kingdom one animal kingdom. Yeah. Um, animal planet one, the Nicholas cage one. And then the Kate McKinnon one, but there's also like supposedly like five other ones in development. You know, Netflix started a gold mine um, with all this shit this past week. Uh, excuse me, this past year, uh, and they released it at the right time, right with the COVID coming out, which was smart as hell. But this is only going to get bigger. Um, and. I you know, regardless of how you feel about Joe Exotic or whether or not you feel he, you know, really did try to kill Carol or hired a girl guy to kill Carol or, you know, if he was set up or whatever the case might be. He was kind of a dick, but he was really funny about it. <laughs> um, 
and he may or may not been, you know, abusive to the animals. You know, the, the stories go back and forth. You don't really know. Um, but for comedy purposes only, for sheer comedy purposes only, not for anything else, not because I think he's innocent, not because I think he deserves it. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. For sheer comedy purposes only. I think the last good deed Trump needs to do before he leaves office, because he's praying that he's going to leave office, is that he needs to pardon Joe Exotic. He needs to pardon him just so I have a reason to live. <laughs> Man, it's hilarious. And I would love to see an actual reality show based on this guy. I would just love to watch him do his thing on a daily basis. Shit would be fucking crazy ass funny and be probably one of the number one rated shows of all fucking time. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so there's like eight things coming out about Joe Exotic. So if you guys have not gotten your fill of Tiger King, it's coming. Uh, I don't know if you'll still get your fill of it because I mean, there's so much information out there about this guy. It's uh, it's quite interesting. So I guess we will have to wait. NC. But anyway, tomorrow, actually, no, uh, let me scratch that for a second. So, um, again, guys, just to remind you, the summer concert series is coming to you guys starting next week. Um, we've had three great bands on in the last week. However, the ones that are coming up are putting on real concerts, real shows and delivering the good stuff. So Kimberly Dawn will be on next Wednesday, which will be on next Tuesday. I apologize. Kings of the Wild Things will be on next Wednesday. And then the band Impulses will be on next Thursday. So Kimberly Dawn, national um, country superstar, Kimberly Dawn will be on on Tuesday. And then the band Kings of the Wild Things will be on on Wednesday. And then Impulses will be on Thursday. So that is the lineup for next week. Um, and I will put out the lineup for that and also the interviews for next week as well. Which, by the way, we have a great week lined up for you next week. All music themed. It's either a, um, a band, an artist, um, and I also have a novelist, an author on next Friday. It's the guy that wrote the biography of um, Jimi Hendrix. So that is going to be a fun conversation to sit there and talk to J about Jimmy for an hour. Um, so we got a whole bunch of cool shit with you. And, and if you guys listened to the interview last night, um, Jimmy and Eileen were talking about this rap artist that fuses goth and metal, I mean, goth and uh, rap, and he with uh, Grandmaster Mel Mel uh, from Grandmaster Flash. Uh, I checked him out last night. His name is Jason Chaos. Um, I checked him out last night. He's a pretty interesting guy. He'll be on on Monday. So that's going to kick off next week. And the Summer Concert Series really kicks off on Tuesday with Kimberly Dawn. And then, like I said, Kings of the Wild Things on Wednesday. And then Impulses on Thursday. So tomorrow I have uh, director David McAbby on with me. Um, he's an independent and horror film guy. Um, so that'll be a fun conversation to have. Um, so come back tomorrow. Same YouTube time, same YouTube channel, 
8 p.m. East, 5 p.m. West. And we'll talk to David McAbbey tomorrow at, at that same time. But until then, you guys have a great rest of your hump day. Go do some humping, and I'll catch you guys back tomorrow. Until then, peace.